So, hey, welcome back to Sonu to Whisper. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing good. Uh So, before I start the episode, I guess I really need to explain something like what I'm going to do right now. So, the thing is a few months back, I made this episode about depression and if I'm not wrong, the title was what does depression actually feels like. So, I made that a few months back. The quality sucks actually. The audio quality actually sucks, but I made that and you know, I had no intentions of making that or continuing that as a sort of a segment or a series whatever you call it, but I'm actually going to do that. And I have reasons, you know. I really didn't want to have another series or segment in the podcast because we already have one. and to be honest a second one uh <laughs> but anyways here we are we are doing this we're finally doing this and yeah and i have reasons for, to say that and the first reason is i don't know how many reasons i do have but i have okay so the first reason is it's actually a sort of an excuse for me to learn more about mental health like you know what I always observe that not many people are really talking about mental health and this results into not many people actually know about what mental health actually is in general and I really feel like there's a need that we should actually talk more and more about mental health in our society so that we can learn more you know the thing is if we really want to get spots like get the spotlights on mental health then we have to actually start talking more and more about it but the thing is when people live in a society really don't know what mental health actually means then how can we just ex- expect a change we can never really expect that so in order to make a mental health a priority for a society i feel like it's really important to just spread awareness and that's the reason like another reason why i wanted to do this even though i don't have a very big audience but anyways i really hope that this is going to create a sort of impact maybe a small impact but at least it's going to create one because it's better than doing nothing So here we are it's just an excuse for both of us to learn and to talk about mental health because not many people do it and why shouldn't we I just want to do it I just really enjoy learning and knowing about mental health because this is something that you don't get taught in schools like there are no mental health classes and all so you don't really get taught until you just tell yourself that i should seriously need to learn about what mental health is and that's it i guess it's really important to have the knowledge of what mental health is because knowledge is a very important part so yeah so as you have guessed from the title today we are going to talk about bipolar disorder a really serious mental illness so what we do here is we just read uh 
life experiences of people who have actually been through these serious issues in real life. We just actually read them and we just try to imagine ourselves in their shoes. Like, I can say we just try to share their pain, even though we can never really feel the pain that they have been through. But we still try to just imagine ourselves and think about what it would feel like to be in their shoes. And it actually helps us to know a lot about mental health in specific. It helps me a lot. I guess it hel- it would help you a lot too. So yeah, that's the thing. So we're going to talk about bipolar disorder. So I have asked a few people what bipolar disorder is. So I've been asking this question. And the response isn't very satisfying. And it seems like not many people, like 90% of the people don't know about mental health. I'm sorry, about bipolar disorder. What the heck am I doing? Okay, so not many people actually know about bipolar disorder. Like, at least around me. Not many people know around me. So, I feel like I there's really need to talk about it. So, here I am doing this. So, yeah. So, let's get into this. This is getting actually awkward. So, before we actually read any of the life experiences i'm just going to define it for you as a lot of people really don't know what bipolar disorder is so let me explain this to you like i have a definition so it goes like bipolar disorder is a form of mental illness which is marked by extreme alterations in mood which may be high to low and alternatively low to high it involves unusual shifts in overall energy and activity levels people affected by bipolar disorder have often have difficulties with sleep facing changes in sleep patterns while also experiencing intense emotions which may impair their everyday functioning low periods are characterized by depressions which involve feelings of hopelessness and sadness which may alternate with high periods of mania involving intense activity and feeling elated so i guess this pretty much explains what bipolar disorder is so I guess I should really explain this one term to you. So there's this one term called episode. It's not that episode which you're thinking, like not that web series episode, but it's related to bipolar. So it means uh, one having um, a shift in mood, you know. Like let's say a person is feeling really, really low. And after a few minutes, I'm just saying that for example, after a few minutes, they feel really, really happy so this is this shift in mood which is actually termed as episodes so i guess i may use it while i'm reading these life experiences so better not get confused okay so yeah bipolar disorder is just this change of mood that i i i just knew that much only when i first like had that did that research sort of thing and I really didn't have much idea, but it's a lot more than that, you know, a lot more than that. So, um, I'm going to read out the first life experience for you for, for you guys. So, um, this is kind of a hard one, so I'm going to try to read it. Okay, so here it, here it goes. Living bi- bipolar is like swinging on a pendulum, going on, up and down, sometimes slowly, sometimes very quickly. 
there's barely and in between and if there's you better write it out while you can because feeling normal is not an often thing when you're in depressive state it's a very lonely confusing place you wake up in the morning and can't imagine getting out of bed because it takes too much energy and mostly because you feel as if there's nothing to wake up for your mind is in shutdown mode and your body follows suit even the thought of a shower or getting dressed is exhausting if you're lucky enough to actually get out of bed anything that follows is an absolute chore the phone rings you look at it and press ignore you can't imagine having to actually talk to someone you look at your schedule and notice you have an appointment you cancel it you can't imagine having to be around people you close the curtain parks the car in the garage and turn your phone off you want to be virtually undetected at all cost sometimes you can spend days in bed with only getting up to use the bathroom you don't really have an appetite so no need to eat you don't need to see anybody so there's no need to shower or change out your pajamas you can sleep for 12 plus hours and wake up completely exhausted so you sleep another 12 hours then there's mania when that comes rolling in there's no going to sleep but the opposite staying up for days and on until you crash and pass out when you're in the throes of mania you are like a different person The curtains are open, car is in the driveway, and the phone is on the ringer on loud. I tend to scroll through my phone book and pick certain people to call. I will tell them how good I'm feeling and doing. I tell them about my ideas and hopes and dreams. I shift subjects swiftly and talk so fast I can't even keep up with myself. I'm never surprised when they say they have to go. I don't blame them. When manic, I love. talking and socializing i feel beautiful intelligent and amazing you have very poor control with impulses you tend to make very bad decisions that will end up getting you in trouble whether it be spending loads of money you don't have being promiscuous driving erratically etc there are also negative emotions that can come with mania they can cause you to become angry hostile resentful just flat out hateful and most of the time for no justifiable reason just because these feelings cause you to lash out at family and friends and cause irreparable damage you can burn many bridges quickly don't let me forget medications most of us have to be medicated to be stabilized there's no magic pill that helps one so most have gone through every antidepressant antipsychotic mood stabilizer etc The side effects can be worse than the actual illness. The doctors get frustrated with you as if we chose to put ourselves through constant hell as if every month we wanted new med that could potentially leave us with long lasting side effects. Right now I'm on six different meds <laughs> and I can't tell which one does what to me but at the same time I know they help me function so I deal. Everyone has different cycle that they go through. There's folks that can cycle mood every few minutes to ones that cycle every few months or longer. No matter how long it may be, it makes you feel very out of control. It makes you appear very unpredictable and unstable, and you will be judged by many people, sometimes even by the ones who you love. 
Those who don't understand the illness can't relate to you making it hard to justify your behaviors. Some people will just flat out think you are crazy. Hell, if I had a dollar for every time I have crazy, I'd be crazy rich. Hell, if I had bipolar for every time I have been called it, would be super rich. The thing is, when you have bipolar, you have to learn to just maintain. You have to live extra carefully. Even social drinking can be dangerous. Being around certain people, not getting enough sleep. Living with bipolar sucks, period. It makes you question your sanity at times. It makes you second guess every decision you make. It makes you suffer great losses. It is not for the faint of heart. But if it doesn't break you, it will make you one of a hell fighter. <laughs> Whoa. You know, when I activated for the first time, I was like, I got goosebumps, you know. Because, to be honest, it's a lot. Like, just imagine when a person says that they don't have the motivation to wake up, to just get out of the bed. Like, which is literally the first thing that people do in the morning. And when someone says that they don't have the motivation to even get out of bed, then you just better know that things are really serious. And it's not only about people with bipolar, it could be anyone who is going through a hard time. So when someone really doesn't have that sort of motivation, things aren't really going well for them, you know. And it's not about being dramatic always. And when I read, like, the person actually takes six medicines and they don't really know which medicine does what to them. <laughs> like... I just try to imagine how hard it would be for them, you know? They have to go through so much. Feel so bad for them, you know? And the hardest part is we or I can never do anything for them, for anyone who is going through bipolar or to. Are going through any of the mental health illness. Okay, we have another one. I'm gonna read it out for you. So, bipolar is it's like waking up every day and fighting the urge to end your life. You feel like every day is a constant battle to feel normal, loved, appreciated, and more. There's a reason that bipolar has the most suicides, and it's very sad because I don't want to die, but the urge to die is so strong and hard to battle every day. This everyday battle with myself then causes me to have battles with everything else in my life. Imagine you were a fire of a murderer and had to call your grandma to ask how she is doing. It would not work well. You would freak out, lose your control, be nice to people with bipolar because they are in a battle for their lives. I wish there was a cure for this curse but I know there isn't and that my days are numbered thanks to my brain. Did you know that bipolar people have some of the highest IQs in the world but the highest suicide rates? Reach out to someone you know before it's too late. I actually didn't know that. Like bipolar, like people with bipolar have actually the highest suicide rates and also the highest IQs. That's actually the IQ part. But the suicide part, I actually didn't know. Like, can you just imagine? If this mental illness had the highest rate of suicide, then why just no one around me 
knows about it, knows about anything about bipolar. That's just crazy. It's like no one's really aware anything ever about bipolar. But it's really serious. And the people who have been through this, they know it very well. But we don't. Because we don't care. We don't care. You know that line where he said, I wish there was a cure for this curse, but I know there isn't. And that my days are numbered. Thanks to my brain. That hits hard. I actually read from somewhere that people with bipolar have to take medications for their whole life. And if they stop taking that, then they could... It could actually mess things up. Like, <laughs> feel so bad for you guys, for everyone out there who has bipolar. <sighs> I wish, I just wish I could do something for you guys. You know, to just make you guys feel good. Okay, we have this another one. Okay, um, you will get to know a lot about my bipolar this time when I'm reading this. So, make sure that you're listening carefully. So, it goes like, My world fell apart when I realized that I too am bipolar, unlike my mother. I chose to get help. My official diagnosis is bipolar 2 with rapid cycling mixed episodes, PTSD, anxiety borderline personality disorder, and ADHD. Um... Bipolar 1 and Bipolar 2 are very similar, but the difference is that Bipolar 1 has true manic episodes and Bipolar 2 has hypomanic episodes. During a true manic episode, a person can lose touch with reality and have a psychotic break and experience um, schizophrenia, I guess that's how we pronounce it, schizophrenia-like symptoms and have hallucinations. True manic episodes can sleep, make irrational decisions, often become agitated, agitated, sorry, easily but also often ride a crest of feeling invincible while acting impulsively sometimes they are the life of the party sometimes the manic person is widely insensitive picking fights blaming everyone around them for thwarting thwarting okay thwarting every opportunity and ruining any good thing that ever existed saying hurtful things doing hurtful things Behaving like an evil tornado of cruelty. But that's not their fault, you know. They're not doing that on purpose. Okay, it goes like, it again goes like, Hypermanic will get some sleep each day. Has a lot of energy and honestly, Hypermanic feels freaking awesome. It's like having the best day of your life. A little bit too much caffeine. The creativity flows from the mid and inspiration to solve problems. Is a multitudinous... I don't know what that means. Okay. Hypermanic is effortless energy and happiness while still being able to function at a job or with friends. Hypermanic cleans the entire house in 13 hours or less. However, not all hypomania is amazing. A lot of hypomania is unpleasant. Just as mania has unpleasant aspects. Sometimes hypomania is chaos. Frustration, confusion, blame, arguments, yelling, talking fast and arguing faster. Sometimes Decisions made during maniac or hypomaniac episodes have consequences that then have to be addressed when the episode has passed and before depression swallows you whole when I began treatment for my bipolar, 
I chose to go back and apologize for things I had said for and done while sometimes decisions made during manic or hypermanic. Oh, I actually read that. What the hell I'm doing? Okay. So, where was I? Huh. When I began treatment for my bipolar, I chose to go back and apologize for things I have said and done while hypermanic. It was very much like substance about recovery and it sucked. Bipolar depression is the most painful thing a mind can face. People talk about suicide being a weakness and easy out. Well, the unbrokenness and sadness cannot ever be understood by those who have never walked down the desolate unmarked tunnel of constricting grief that tightens with each breath, slowly losing your soul and your ability to feel anything other than sadness, heartache, pain, brokenness, the having sobs, having sobs, the rattle through your body exhausting you into sleep day after day and that's just the surface, the visible stuff, the brain's chemistry literally doesn't allow happy thoughts during those episodes. So, here we get to learn about Bipolar 1 and Bipolar 2. Like, I literally had no idea that Bipolar Disorder had two types. So, uh, did I just read like Bipolar 1 has Manic episodes and Bipolar 2 has Hypermanic episodes. So, what I have like got out of my research is Manic episodes are actually severe when we compare it to hypermanic episodes. Hypermanic are like severe too, but not as severe as manic episodes are. Like manic episodes can actually lead to hospitalization of a person, but hypermanic aren't that severe. So I feel like bipolar 1 is way more severe than bipolar 2 is. So I just never really knew that bipolar 1 and 2, like they have types. Did you know about it? I I just didn't know anything about the types. Okay, I'm just searching for another one. Like the last one. Okay, this is the last one. So it goes like, Every day I wake up, take four pills. This combo has worked for me for the last several years, but at any time it may stop working. Meds often lose their effectiveness in bipolar patients. Then we have to start all over with different meds or combos. I have actually heard of this before, okay? So, again, she goes like, I have to make sure to eat something, depending on my mood. I may be ravenous when depressed or not bothered to eat because I have too many manic thoughts facing around in my mind. I have to make sure that I get enough sleep. I sleep too much if I'm depressed. Too little if I'm manic. I have to watch my caffeine intake. Coffee is stimulant. Too much can make my mood rev up. Other things that affect me are the weather. Bipolar often has a seasonal element involved. The sunlight goes away, I get very depressed. Stress. What make the average person uncomfortable can turn into an anxiety attack for me. Daily moods. I can be down or in between or both at the same times. Rapid cycling means a rapid switch between mood episodes. Mix means I can experience depression and mania at the same time. Whoa. It is a lot to manage and even if I do everything right, I can still become manic or depressed. It is an 
incurable condition that has an effect on your mind and your body. When depressed, I want to die. When manic, I want to live and live large. Where was I? It is a lot to manage. If I do. It is a lot to manage, and even if I do everything right, I can still become manic or depressed. It is incurable. Did I just read that? I'm just reading stuff that I've already read. Okay, the, the last paragraph is a good psychiatrist is necessary. So medication and or therapy. I try to do the best I can with a condition that is beyond my control, but it can be very very hard. Like what I get from this is a therapist or a psychiatrist is actually very needed when someone goes through bipolar disorder. And I've actually heard of this before, like the seasonal element when a person who's going through bipolar doesn't really see the sun like they're more of a sunny weather person they do, really don't like those gloomy weathers because i guess that's the that's bipolar weather the weather is bipolar that's how they say it i guess but anyways you know it really doesn't feel good you know when i think or just wonder about people with bipolar have to go through so much and whereas I just don't feel anything like what they go through. I just wish I could share some pain so that they're not the only one who are facing and going through that. And you know what the worst part is when people actually ignore them just because they are or anyone is bipolar like there are people who are like oh he is he or she is bipolar i'm not going to talk to them like what the heck like are, are you serious is it like their mistake it wasn't their choice to be bipolar right then why the hell would you do that to someone before doing this to anyone just imagine yourself in their shoes how would you feel to get ignored they just not joke or anything like that. I feel like if you ask me, I would just say treat everyone who has bipolar or any other mental illness, treat them just like normal, like you treat everyone. Don't just try to treat them like they don't belong, like they're outcast. You know why? Because everyone has the right to feel normal. Everyone has the right to feel like that. And if you don't just if you just make them feel like they don't belong and you're just doing the worst thing ever possible like you know there was this fun review show by a person not a review it's actually a comment okay so it goes like bible does not define the person it's something the person learns to manage to live with it's a small part of who they are. Disorder does not define the person, but as a part of the person's life experience, it has contributed to shaping the person. Conversation is not going to cause a sudden onset of symptoms or crazy behavior. That's exactly my point. Like, if you talk to anyone who has bipolar, they are not going to be like crazy yelling at you or picking fights. That's not like that. They are just normal people with some issues that you don't have to go through. They know what it feels like. And trust me, it's really, really hard for them. And you don't even have any idea what they have to go through 
on a daily basis what we see is is just a surface level we really don't know what goes down inside them what they actually feel and we will never know but to be honest the best thing that we could do is is to make them or make anyone i shouldn't really use them right now as if i'm making them feel like outcasts the thing which is really important is to make everyone feel like they belong like everyone is normal and they are they actually are normal everyone's normal but the thing is they just have issues that they have to deal with and they have that like it's just a lifelong issue that they have to deal with and i feel like it's no one's right to make them feel shitty you know like a lot of people are just scared to come out and talk about their mental illness because what are others going to think about when they're going to hear that you have let's say you have bipolar like what are others going to think which is definitely a scary thing i can understand that but can you just imagine what we have made it out what we have made the society like a person's really scared like here she is really afraid to actually come out and talk about something talk about mental health and that's reason why people are just so afraid and not many people take it seriously i just don't know i i feel like it's everybody's duty to just be good just treat everyone normally treat everyone with kindness you know and just not judge someone with what they are going through with the f- issues they are facing that's the worst thing if we do that someone okay so that's all for the episode you know i hope you have something to take away from this because i got to learn a lot about bipolar disorder and then i would really appreciate the people who have actually submitted these comments on the internet internet's a scary weird place but still they have shared it and i was like really very scared because i didn't wanted to say anything wrong i didn't wanted to spread misleading information and i hope i haven't and i'm really sorry if i had said anything wrong you know my intentions weren't really to spread wrong information you know so if i do it i'm not doing that i didn't do that on purpose so i'm really sorry if i did something wrong but yeah i feel like it's everyone's duty to actually learn about mental health because we live in an era where mental health is a serious issue but the fact that not many people take it seriously still they still don't take it seriously is the worst thing so if we really want to bring a change we have to start with us first of all we have to educate ourselves first before educating everyone around us so if you really want to learn about bipolar disorder any mental illness just go out in the internet internet's just one click away from your fingertips 
so just why don't we just go out and just learn about it so yeah that's all for the episode i hope you had something to take away from this episode and yeah thanks for listening i'm meeting again in the next episode hopefully in the next week so till then bye bye